Thank you for downloading this Brum Radio podcast. For more podcasts, visit brumradio.com. We are so excited to be back. We've actually had a couple of, like an influx of new followers. This is really exciting. So if you're new, welcome to the team. So excited yes. for you all to be here and to listen. We've got, I say this every every time, but we do have a really good one today. Lots of things happening in the industry. So much to talk about. But yeah, you've got me, Laura Arrowsmith-Carter. And me, Sophie Lillia. We're just talking over each other today because we're so excited. But yeah, we, we always like narrow down the list of subjects because all week we're like constantly sending each other stuff, aren't we? Like on Instagram and WhatsApp mm. and be like, oh my God, oh my God. And literally we've looked at the list today and gone, oh my God, like how are we going to choose what's like important? Because obviously we've recorded it like two weeks in advance. So we know that like... It can be up to like three, four weeks before it comes out. So we have to like be really like think about these things. But yeah, and Laura said, welcome new followers. Hopefully you've um, clicked download on a few um, and you're listening and catching up. Or even going right back to the start, that very first episode. Oh so God, yeah. you are enjoying that first one where I talked about Disney PJs and Philip Green and all those things. Yeah, interview and lounge. Um, so yeah, get downloading. And if you're loving it so far, you can binge it as well. So if you're binging it and you're loving it, whether you're new to the Fashdemics or you're old school follower, make sure you are downloading. I realised on Spotify that they don't auto-download unless you turn it on. Yeah, that's a shame. Um, and so, yeah, make sure you are because... We're bingeable people, so so join, join us. Join us, keep it up. Love, love me. Because it is actually... We are recording on Valentine's. So um, there's lots of love. We are. So our Valentine. This is dedication to the podcast. Instead of spending it with our partners, we are recording. But I don't, I don't like Valentine's anyway. I just, I want to be loved all year round. I'm not, I'm not big on it all year round. I don't mind it, but I just, you know me, I just love a good card. I have to get a card. <laughs> I don't care about gifts or anything. I just need a card. With words telling me how much he loves me. Maybe we were talking about this before the podcast started, and something for you guys to think about. We were talking about love languages, and um, Laura, you were saying your words of affirmation. I actually think I maybe am or um, acts of service um, because I like consider my. I literally got home from work last night. I had like I was teaching till like seven. By the time I drive home from Nottingham, it's quite far, and I got home, and Luca, my lovely husband, had um, we've got this little room off our bathroom, which um. Ideally wanted it to be some kind of little closety thing. It's very bizarre, our little old house. Um, and it's turned into a bit of a dumping ground. And then I came home last night and he's like put this rail up and put all the clothes up. And I was like, oh my God, that is that is my Valentine's oh. gift. I literally said that that is my Valentine's gift. So um, yeah, maybe I am acts of service. Redo the quiz. I'm gonna have to, you're gonna have to redo it when you're in front of the telly tonight. I I am 100% words of affirmation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. without a doubt. I, I want to know what Pete is. Um, it's definitely not touch. Remember when we talked about the the hug jacket, the H&M hug jacket, many moons ago, and he was like, ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> I reckon he's acts of service. Yeah, you reckon so? Yeah, he is because sometimes when we give him gift cards for stuff, he's so happy about it. <laughs> oh, he is because he looks after us, doesn't he? 
So we always send him little presents and bits. So hope you had a lovely Valentine's Day when you listen to this in several weeks' time. Let us know what your love language is and what you did. Do you love it? Is it too commercial? Or are you, like, all about the love? But anyway, this is our Valentine's present to you. Enjoy! So welcome to In The Know. Love it. I'm going to start it straight off with the Brit Awards red carpet. The Brit Awards red carpet. I can't cope with it. God's sake. One word, horrific. Absolutely. I mean, are we old or something? Because I can't even... There isn't one single one which I'm thinking... Oh, actually, there was. What was her name? It wasn't Rachel Stevens, was it? No, it was Amelia. I'm definitely saying her surname wrong. Amelia Dimoldenberg. Dimoldenberg. I don't think I, I don't know who don't so know she who does she that is. chicken shop thing. Oh, she does like videos with yeah. famous people in like a chicken shop. And she wore actually a really nice gown and it's actually diamond jubilee silk flag dress. It looks Vivian Westwood. Whether it is Vivian Westwood, I don't know, but I thought she looked delicious. And she's dyed her hair to be a brunette. I think she's now the is she the face of it's not L'Oreal. What are the what's the big brand that do is it Laura? No, people that do like the skincare stuff. I mean, that's you know, like really not narrowing it down. <laughs> no, they come. There's like those adverts, and Eva Longori does it. It's like new hyaluronic acid face serum. That's got to be Laura. Because that's hair, is it? Maybe it's Laura. Yeah, they do. Skin yeah, stuff. she's the new face of that. Oh, love yeah. that! Um, I probably would know who she is yeah. by face then. Um, yeah. I think oh. she looked great, but I thought everybody else looked like a, just a sack of garbage. I mean, I'm all for, like, bumps and women. I love it when I see a woman in, like, a fabulous dress and she's like, rocking that bump. I'm all for that. I mean, look, right, we'll go We'll go to Rihanna at the Super Bowl, I'm sure, at some point. That When she rocked off that red jacket yeah. and she's revealed, yeah. I'm like, yes. But, like, the whole Jessie J outfit just looked like someone had just cut a hole in it. It was, like, this crazy thing, which was quite yeah. cool and artistic. But then it was just suddenly, like, I didn't know if it needed, I don't know, maybe oh, I've never had a baby, um, maybe some of our listeners. Um, although that we, we did a bit of a vote thing on our instagram didn't we we put all the outfits up and everyone was like no 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 so and i've seen loads of comments of like people saying like i'm a mother like i'm currently pregnant but there was no way in hell that i think this works um so i think i'm speaking on behalf of plenty of people like i'm all for the baby baby bumps looking fabulous in fabulous gowns and outfits i think it's amazing but it was just like someone had just gone snip 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 and cut a little hole Uh, yeah i mean i don't some people like to wear crop tops when they're pregnant and I don't I don't hate it but that just that just looked like a bit of a mess it wasn't for me no she could have gone so I say this about everybody I think they all could have gone so elegant I mean Eliza Rose looked like somebody out of Bridgerton (laughs) Shania Twain didn't look bad she looked all right she she went quite simple and do you know what I actually didn't hate um what's her name Ellie Golden you know she kind of had that that like corset of her boobies yeah it was okay and my friend a shout out to Hayley again another listener but Hayley and Bessie would say why is everyone hating on our Ellie Golden on your fashionemics Instagram and you know what it's okay it was cool a bit different I prefer the more simple look I didn't mind but it I have to say and I'm so so sorry like I don't I don't understand what was like, she looks different in the face I don't know what she's had done and I'm all for you know if people want to make some changes but I was like, that does not look like Kelly Golden. She's definitely had work done. Yeah, bit of tweakments, A-OK. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that. I looked, I thought, 
Maybe she's done that fox eye thing with her eyebrows. I couldn't work it out, what, what she's had done. I didn't mind Harry Styles' look. He'd gone really, Cute. like, sophisticated and simplistic. And I liked, I liked the big corsage. Yeah. I thought... Maya Jammer didn't, I think she dressed like 10 years older yeah. than she needed to because, I mean, I know you're not a Love Island fan, Bab, and I do watch it every, every night because I don't have anything better to do, but she <laughs> is flames. She is incredible, and I think in the Brits, she could have gone like wow, wow, wee, wow, and she just went for like this plain, plainish midi boob tube dress and I just thought yeah oh you could have you could have worn that in 10 years time nothing amazing Billy Piper but yeah what did you think of Lizzo's no I, I and I normally think Lizzo looks smashing and yeah what, it was just I don't I don't know I, do, I really don't know what was going on maybe like all the stylists were like sick with like strep a or something like that and then <laughs> like they've had to like just get people in last minute because everyone just looked a bit bizarre I feel like everybody looked like they dressed themselves a bit rather than having professional help yeah it was it's just all a bit yeah. weird harry styles was probably my favorite yeah actually no yeah. yeah male harry styles female yeah. um rachel stevens from s club seven i don't think i saw what rachel stevens they're they're making a comeback have you know did you know oh no can we go please i love s club seven <laughs> i absolutely love s club seven but yeah uh, i mean yeah. not the best i've ever seen like i'm really like pulling like what's the saying pulling at straws that's not the right thing Pulling at something. Clutching at straws. Clutching You're at clutching. straws. To find, I'm clutching to find what I actually liked. I just remember, and I've seen lots of negativity about it. Um, I just don't know what's going on. Maybe it was just a bad year for the Brit. But then I also like look through like the list of um, people. <laughs> I, don't, I just don't know anyone anymore. Maybe I'm old. Oh, my God. Yeah. I watched it in bed on Sunday because I, just didn't, I was out on Saturday night. And when they were like announcing all the artists, me and Rob were like, who? Who? <laughs> Who? Like, how many Who people do we it? actually know? And I'm like, God, I'm so old. Yeah, I, I'm definitely feeling that. Okay, what else have we got, Soph? What else are we? What else are we talking about? So, moving on from the Brits and the good old United Kingdom, we are going to move now back to. It's not even the states, is it? Yeah, it is the states. We're going to move to Karen Group and Balenciaga. Now, we're not going to spend too much time because we've, we've spent a lot of time ranting and, you know, thinking of all these theories. And they, and they don't deserve the airtime. You know what? Absolutely. Hallelujah to that. But we did, um, I think this was, mm, did we expect this? I think we hoped for it. And I do think it's a, it's a big PR thing and just trying to rebuild their reputation. Oh my god, absolutely. Um, but they have partnered. So Balenciaga and the Caring Foundation have partnered with the National Children's Alliance, which is like a social services charity organization um, based in Washington over in the States. Um, so yes, so they should. But however, can see right through it. Bit too late. Shouldn't have done it. Hate it. Think it's it's too it's too obvious. I mean, I'm sorry, but if that's all you can do for the mess you've got yourself in, and you need a new PR team. Like, sorry partnering isn't the partnership for three years it's almost like I mean I'm getting my students to study this yes. um for their third year module so I'm, I've been like in a tiktok hole every video every article are flipping reddit and I just think that this is wild if they just think they can just cover this up with a three-year partnership with yeah, a charity pathetic. you've got to be having a laugh like who do they think we are like I've got Marg tattoo. Oh yeah, do you know what? Don't even worry the fact that you've absolutely exploited children. That you've got child pornography in your ads. 
you know, that you've just like look like people are bloody paedophiles on the catwalk. Oh, it's okay. You're going to donate shitloads of money to this charity to cover your back, to help people. Are you not just fueling? I don't know. It just, it just makes me so angry. So, so angry. I think they need, they need new PR and I think the tri- triangle PR team should totes come in and sort them out. Any other person would have been sacked for this. It's still Denmark that's doing the next um catwalk they've even like announced that they're going to be at the next parish fashion week like it's shocking sorry but he needs to be sacked right off i agree it's shocking and also i think this just links in nicely and again do not want to give this human being any more airtime but i've seen a lot of controversy around it on social media alexander wang he's been uh, like accused and i'm gonna say proven to have uh, groped and assaulted models, people in nightclubs, males in nightclubs, and people are, like all praising his collections. Like, surely he has been cancelled, and rightly so, has been cancelled if he has sexually assaulted people. Yeah. What, what is it with the luxury in- industry and getting away with all this? I know. I actually think there's so, so many conspiracies about Hollywood and the fashion industry, and just, yeah, and the film industry as well. There's so much coming out, and it's actually mm-hmm. really scary. There was this girl, I think she was an ex of Brooklyn Beckham, blonde girl, beautiful. Um, What the hell was her name? I literally just saw a video on it this (gasps) morning. Chloe, what's her name? Chloe Mortel. Chloe, that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she was saying um, that she was on a film set with her brother and she was 10 years old and they'd asked her to wear a push-up bra. (gasps) And um, she like had a huge argument with the stylist and the stylist said, oh, this has come from the board. This has come from higher. They want you to be more like sexualized. She's like, her brother was like, she's 10. I wish you could see my face on this audio podcast. Oh no, she wasn't 10. She was 16. No, she was, she was 16. Sorry. Her brother was 10. She was 16. Sorry. She was 16, not 10. It was her older brother. Disgusting. Absolute joke. It makes you wonder. I mean, again, I'm not defending Kanye in any way, shape or form, but he goes on about all this stuff and the corruption in some of these industries. I do wonder whether there's, there's some truth to Kanye's madness, maybe. There's no smoke without fire. That's what I say. And I do think it is really corrupt. And I do think that people, it's a whole like high, um, Harvey Weinstein that I think a lot of people feel that they have to do stuff to get to where they want to be. It's just disgusting. Like we live in this type of world. There's a movie coming out actually about the Me Too movement. I can't for the life of me think of what it is. Is there? Um, it's got, uh, oh, I can see a face. I'm Googling. Guys, I'm Googling. Some people are going to be shouting at me saying, oh my God, it's this. It's really good. Um, it is called She Said. Um, and it's Casey, uh, Kerry Mulligan. Oh, Kerry Mulligan. And I can't wait. Well, I think it might already be out, or it might have been out at the end of last year. So I wonder if it's on any of the streaming services. But I did come across it the other day and I was like, yes. And it's about the journalist that uncovered it. Cannot wait to watch it. So super interesting. What amazing women. Oh, oh. Breaking Hollywood. Yeah, can't wait for that. But yeah, I'm going to leave that there. Alexander Wang and, of course, Balenciaga. I'm just going to be like, okay. You, we can see right through you. It's gross. It's wrong. Let's talk about some more exciting things or just generally other, yes. other things in the industry. What are we going to next, my bab? How about the collaboration with Nike and Tiffany? I, I feel like Tiffany are doing the rounds. I feel like they kind of, what was it they did with Supreme? They had the um, um, brand ambassador of Beyonce and Jay-Z. I'm just like, yeah, I am. Not here for it. I, uh, I can see what they're trying to do. They're obviously trying to target 
uh, a new younger yeah, strategy um, and move away you know or when I think of Tiffany obviously we've talked about the bracelet before my bracelet drama on the podcast um uh, yeah obviously they've got like, I just think very classic expensive people going up to New York to buy the bracelet I think about the heart emblem and stuff like that so I can see what they are trying to do and they're trying to you know they've got so they've got an aging consumer um they haven't done anything new um, until the last couple of years, really, in terms of their their marketing, and they're trying to be a bit cool and um, reach out to probably like more like Gen Z, a few millennials here and there. But do I like the collaboration? Um, I feel like it's all been a bit tainted because there's been so much bad press on it, and so many people, like fashion critics, fashion journalists, have kind of gone, "Now nah, this is shit." That like it's kind of that's been like the general voice around the whole campaign coming out yeah I mean loads of people have said oh you know it's like it's the products are so simple so basic expected more but actually all I really expected was that was the Nike tick to go to Tiffany blue I didn't really expect anything really out there Mm. I I don't I don't love it but I don't love Tiffany so I'm, I'm the wrong customer I'm not a Tiffany person and that is a okay but I don't know. I think it's the black trainers for me, right? I just see black, all black trainers as like school shoes. School trainers are the Do ones. You? So, yeah, I don't know why. I think loads of people at my school maybe, um, like, obviously you try and get away wearing trainers, don't you? Because you don't want to wear actual shoes. Yeah. So it would go like all black. Um, and I just, it just reminds me of being at school. So that black trainer with that tick, maybe it would look better like on a white trainer. I don't know. It's white. Yeah. I mean, I, I live in my white nike air force I, I love them then i need to take them to the sneaker dock actually you do and get those cleaned up um i've seen lots of praise for like some of the accessories and the laces and there's been like rumors of like clothing like lebron james has been seen in that really cool jacket um and that they're getting it in the right places and doing the right thing yeah i mean i'm not like i'm not dead against it like it's fine i'm just not i'm just not gonna buy it like i'm not really like I don't know why I don't see Tiffany now as such an elite like accessories brand. If I think of like amazing, really expensive luxury accessories, I think of like Breitling, I think of Rolex, you know, those type of brands. When I think of Tiffany, I just kind of think like Beaversbrook, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I know what you mean. But I think that I don't know, maybe it was like our era of like school with like the 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 silver necklaces and the hearts and the earrings and Yes. When I was sixteen, eighteen, I was desperate for a Tiffany like necklace or bracelet. And now I'm just like I don't know, I find it a bit like do you think it's a bit chavvy now? I don't know. I to be fair, I don't know anybody that wears it. Do you? But that's probably why. Um, that's probably why they're trying to to move. And I, th- yes. I think that that part of their brand is. But then, like, I don't know. Like, I, I, my friend Emma wears it, and obviously she's got lots of braces. I know that some of her bits are sentimental. Yeah, but that sentimental, that's different. Yeah, I just can't ever. Um, I don't know. Maybe I've just never been into it. I'd be interested to know if Emma would actually go out to Tiffany and buy something now. You know, hmm. you know what? She wants to come on the pod. <laughs> yes. When she listens and she'll love this, she's getting another shout out. I literally get voice notes. Like she pauses it and she voice notes. You need to talk about oh, this. She's like, her. I wish I could record it with you. So I think we should just get Emma in as I can get, get her on. Um, not get her on. What would you do? Um, I've just Googled the cost on a website called goat.com. Maybe I'm not cool enough to know what that is. <laughs> um, they are priced at. 
£2,176. Stop it. Stop it. What, for a pair, for the pair of trainers? Yeah, on farfetch.com. Oh, my good God. I've just, I've, literally, I've typed in um, Nike times Tiffany trainer price and it comes up with both. And now it brings you the shopping um, examples up right on top of Google. Yeah. It's also brought up a Nike times cactus plant flea market sneakers. I mean, I'm going to have to post this on the Instagram. I'm just showing Laura on the camera. <laughs> These ridiculous no. Nike no, trainers real. That, that, that look no. like an overgrown no. bush they're on farfetch they are on farfetch and they are priced at 1070 pound is that a joke who if i saw somebody that looks like somebody's got like i don't know foot fungus and it's just grown like a flipping <laughs> field on its feet but i think this is what what it comes back to though it is like the trend like people want these trainers for like collectibles don't they people want like, the wackiest craziest trainers because they're more collectible. Oh, this is what blows my mind a bit. Define collectible. I think it's in the eye of the beholder. Do you know? <laughs> yeah. Like, you're never going to wear it. It's going to sit in a box. Some A lot of, like, toys and stuff from years and years ago, you're not even, they, they devalue as soon as you open the packaging. Mm. So I just kind of feel like, what's the point? Spend that money on a holiday. Take yourself abroad. Absolutely. Take yourself somewhere nice, you know? Everyone's priorities, though, is it? Like my, uh, uh, just before, was it just, no, just after Christmas, because I was doing dry January, uh, I went to my friend Robbie's and Danny's, and Robbie is just an absolute legend. Probably doesn't listen, um, but we share a love of Naughty's Pop, and he showed me his new trainers that he had for Christmas, and they were like Grinch Adidas trainers. They are literally the bright green, like, Mossy, oh, wow. like I was like, and I was like, I said, looked at Danny. I said, Danny, will you seriously go out with him <laughs> with these on his feet? They are absolutely <laughs> hilarious. But that's very Robbie. What do they say? Would they? Would they go out? Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think she just laughs at him because she knows what he's like. <laughs> I mean, if you've got the money and you enjoy it, then go for it. Absolutely, you go for it. I wonder if any of our listeners are going to buy it. But I think we had a lot of kind of neggy feedback, didn't we? Obviously, whenever we know we're going to talk yeah. about something or we see something in the news, we try and get it on our Instagram stories just to just to get a feel of what people are um are loving and hating. Um, so yeah, interesting collab. What do you think? Talking about love and hate, go on. Talk about love and hate. What do you think about the uh, Burberry rebrand? Boring. Do you not love I it? I don't know. No. Do you love it? No. I'm just... <laughs> I thought you were going to go, I love it. No. I don't like the blue. No. Weird. I, I do quite like it when brands take it black to like kind of black and white, simplistic. Like we've seen yeah, it like from that. Yves Saint Laurent. We've seen it from mm-hmm. um, Ferragamo. And lots of brands have, have like kind of scaled back like the colour. And um, and I think that, which is quite nice because sometimes then it lets the product like speak for itself. But the one they uploaded was obviously it was the white background with the blue. I don't mind it in black. Blue, yeah. The blue, I was like, hey, like where, where the hell's that come from? Yeah, I like it. I like it in black. But is it like royal blue? I don't know. Weird, weird, weird. But I read this really interesting article on the business of fashion around like, is it the death of the brand? Ah. And like, I mean, think about how much time we spend on Canva a week getting things, you know, in certain colours and certain branding. And like, every anyone can do it. Any old person now can download the free version of Canva and do loads mm-hmm. of designs. There's loads of templates and stuff out there. I wonder if it's like a little bit of a like... Well, everyone does that. Everyone looks at like colours and this and that and templates. And is it a little bit about like being, there's so much branding everywhere that they're just scaling it back and just kind of going, 
we don't need all this fuss. Yeah, and I think because we all have access to like Canva and we can rebrand everything, I feel like also everyone's got a stronger opinion on it. Everyone thinks they're a graphic designer, don't they? Yeah, or they do better or they do it differently. So, yeah, I, I don't know if I love it. I don't know if I hate it. I think there's obviously a movement. Lots of brands go into a lot more simplistic kind of fonts and colours and maybe it is about just kind of letting the product um, speak for itself. It's a bit more classic. Um, I think sometimes branding can like overcomplicate, especially when it's a luxury brand and like a refined brand. Yeah, sometimes the branding is nicer when it's more simplistic, but odd. Yeah, but I guess with the new creative director, they've they've had to they've that he wanted to make you know a statement. He wanted to rebrand it. He wanted to put his mark of when he like entered the business. Get that completely. So I'm I'm neither here or there. I think I, I get why it happened. It's not going to affect my daily life. Like, I'm okay with it. I don't I don't hate it. I don't love it. It is what it is. Yeah, what I do hate, what I absolutely do hate is Zara's makeup range for kids. Now that I do hate. I'd be interested here to kind of just put a moment in for, like, feedback from, like, parents and stuff like that. So this, I do... No, I don't... Right, okay, I'm going to go, like, devil's advocate. I'm going to go with it. There's obviously a gap for it. Go on. And, you know, if I think about, like, maybe not so much as my younger niece, but, like, Luca's cousin, Lexi, who's, like, um, she's 10 or 11. She's 10, she's still in primary school. Um, and, like, sometimes she, like, paints and nails and stuff like that and, like, has maybe a little bit of lip gloss or cute stuff, like, um, which, yeah. And so I can see there is a little bit of a market, especially for that kind of age, as long as it's not, like, full place, like, full face, let's go pageant style, which obviously she never does. Lexi is the class. She's my flower girl. I remember Lexi, my flower girl. Um the classiest they're both wonderful wonderful oh, human yeah. if i could have a child i would want alexi and then you've got the arty farty mess around you know like when <laughs> you see it all the time don't you when like um little girls have like raided their mom's makeup bags and like they've got lipstick everywhere and they want to play and then make it kind of playful yeah. so there's obviously gaps in the market i don't know if i've maybe got the problem with the way zara have marketed it so the post you sent me that very first post was it it was a bit arty farty like it was messing mm. around the other two photos that followed like we'll have to share the post so people can see what yeah. we mean that the other two posts that followed was like like they'd actually done like creative eye makeup like as if they're going on a night out and that's my problem it's a bit like okay yeah. you know promote the products as this fun playful mess around thing don't actually promote it as let's glamorize these children yeah i mean i completely get little girls see their mums or their fr- you know and boys parents doing their makeup and they want to do it completely get it and boys sorry yeah and boys i mean my little niece um she's done my eye makeup <laughs> before from just things that she's received like you know little bits from from relatives or whatever um, and there's no harm in it, but I think it's, I don't know if you've seen it on like in the news recently, Katie Price, um, her daughter, Bunny, I think she's eight. She had like a full face of makeup on, she'd done her hair, she's wearing so like wrong. a leather jacket. And I just feel it's just a little bit, it's it's sexualizing children. It's, it, and I just think, yes, they they want to be like, you know, they want to be, feel like adults and they want to play dolls and dress up absolutely completely innocent get it but there is that line and I think the way that Zara have kind of packaged it it does look like crayons and I think that's fun but I think it's also understanding well how far is this gonna go let children be children so I'm yeah 
I guess if they were kind of like 12, 13 and they want to, I don't know. I mean, God, when I was 12, 13, I remember wearing flipping blue glitter lipstick. <laughs> um, so it's just kind of like awful, awful. But then you look at like kids on TikTok these days and they're like 13 and they look like 20 year olds. And I'm like, God. Yeah. It's like, where's the line? They, they're all grown up too quickly. Where is that line? It is where's the line. It's c- completely is where the line. So I just, I understand like little boys and little girls, they want to play, they want to do dress up fine but i think but then it's the argument where of well they'll go to toy stores and they'll they'll buy makeup anyway like little makeup kids so yeah what, what is the issue here like they're gonna want to do it anyway so why not jump on that market because there is a gap in the market for that on the high street i don't know anywhere where it exists really no so is it clever or is it is it ludicrous they're obviously thinking like you know parents uh are shopping in zara and then when Giftable. they're in there they can pick up something else Giftable, yeah, very, very giftable product. Um, yeah, I think I'm going to leave this one out to like, maybe a list, I think this is where we could really do with some lovely listener feedback. See, you know, if any of our listeners got children um, and have a look at what people think. Yeah, maybe that's it. Because we don't have kids. We don't like, if my niece, my niece could be badgering her parents for makeup all the time. So they, they might say, actually, there really is like a gap for like decent, decent makeup. Or people might turn around and say, absolutely not okay why is Zara doing this now why not just leave it and focus on something else so yeah let us know okay so I like to know and I've raved about this woman before because I absolutely loved her and this was before Mm -hmm. she started um her collaboration within the style so I've loved her forever and her Instagram is Ash and Chelsea's live stories she's fabulous um I think she's really real and it's very, very refreshing. She has released a Instagram reel, TikTok reel about de-influencing. And I was just like, what? And basically what she's saying is she's she's being honest about product. She's saying, well, this dry shampoo, don't waste your time, hated it. Didn't like this MAC lip gloss, too sticky. And do you know what? I think that's ballsy because, but also incredibly refreshing because we often see... Um, influences well we only see really them rating about product product they've been gifted product that they've got a paid partnership with and I always think to myself "Hmm, I wonder if you'd actually spend your hard-earned cash on this and actually Mm. get it yourself and do you really like it because as I said before if somebody gave me £10,000 to buy like celery or whatever like to talk about celery how much I love it even though I absolutely detest I would (laughs) I would for the money but she's actually turned around and said it ate for me and I really love that and I hope 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 this is the way that the industry is going that these people that are influencing us aren't just influencing us to buy stuff they're they're giving an honest review and I think that's what we need it's not just resorting to like TripAdvisor or Trustpilot or even going on to like comments onto products and actually looking what what you know real people are saying that we've got this influencer conversation yeah when you sent me that video I was like yes I know you followed her for a while and I was yes she does do lots of stuff with in the style I actually remember her in the style collection launching and I'm sure they said that she was one of the most highly requested um collaborators they've ever had was she yeah I'm pretty sure it was her um yeah because she's just amazing obviously also on that note Adam Frisbee thank you to whoever 
our listener is that no I must know Adam or whatever yeah. because Adam got in touch to say that he'd been sent our podcast and he wanted to thank us so on on a whole other note thank you for whoever that was um because it was a bit like I was like oh my god yeah, thank you so much oh my gosh Adam Frisbee has just messaged it was amazing um so thanks um so yeah um and when she sent me that video and I was really inspired by all this that dry shampoo one was hilarious um never stray from Batiste it's the best one ever <laughs> but yeah I started like reading around it and it is now a whole TikTok trend it is and obviously we've noticed it first from her but it's this idea that this de-influencing is kind of pushing back on the TikTok made me buy it trend and it's about trying to slow um especially Gen Z obviously as, as being like the biggest users of TikTok um to kind of buy less to uh, you know question their choices um there's loads of stuff it's kind of i've seen all kinds of things around like anti-consumerism the rise of the anti-influencers um i think this is just like the, the start it's the start yeah but it's not about slating people or brands no. that's not what this is about we're not talking about trolling and, and backing that in any way what we're saying is it's it's refreshing for people to be honest and ha- almost create a safe space to give an honest review um and that's also what I loved about Ash is when she created her collection for in the style she'd put it on and she'd say you know this is great um if you're you know going swimming and you're conscious of your tummy and I really wanted it to be this length and think about your arms and she was really considerate about product um so that made me think I trust her opinion on things so like I said it's not about slating um anyone or anything it's just saying yeah just for the sake of it yeah from my experience I would prefer this product or this lipstick over this lipstick and that's refreshing because we often waste our money buying things because people said it was great that's how you you know try new restaurants or go to new places because it's based on reviews so if those reviews aren't legitimate then you're wasting your time and valuable money. And I, I think as well, the consideration there is, so if I take example, like a foundation or something like that, like one influencer could be like, oh my God, it is amazing because I genuinely love it. And the next influencer might be like, it didn't sit on my skin, it's horrible, don't waste your money. But actually, I think sometimes it all just depends. Yeah, like it, does. it could be, if, if it's makeup, it could be your skin. If it's clothes, it's going to be your shape, like all these different things. So actually, yeah, you're right. Like, I mean, uh, I just read a little bit on Days Digital and there was uh, there's someone that had um, said, don't buy this, don't buy the Dyson Air Wrap. And it's interesting because I think the Air Wrap is something we have in common. I have the Air Wrap. <sighs> oh my God. I live for that Air Wrap. I love it. However, you had it and it didn't. your hair was dropping and it wasn't working. So it depends. It's, it's about honesty. I hated it. But I was like, why am I going to spend all that money when it doesn't stay, the curls don't stay in my hair? But you rate it. Oh. So again, you're so right, different opinions. But it's really interesting to think, well, where does this go now for influencers? Because we said last year, didn't we, that there's going to be a shift. This isn't sustainable. But we were thinking that it would be more about people that are more... I don't know. What did we say? Like, was it micro influence? We said about yeah, about the trust and micro influence and organic. Yeah, we said about micro influencers, but but we said people of like that have done. I want to say influencing because that's ridiculous. You know, like the David Attenboroughs, the people, the big people that oh, like the educational influencing. Yeah, and the per- influencers with purpose. My God, that's going back to them. That was it. Well done, Sophie. 
Yeah, influence with the purpose. So yeah, and we talked we talked about micro influencing because they're not necessarily being paid to talk about a product. They might just be starting out or they might just have an interest. So yeah, I think it's happening. Very exciting stuff. So there you have it, guys. Another wrapped up in a fabulous little bow episode of the fashionemics really hope you enjoyed this one i feel like it was a bit juicy it was juicy a bit of juiciness a bit of exciting fashion news it was a bit juicy wasn't it i rather enjoyed myself um so as always we, we've got loads of reviews by the way have you seen all the new reviews we've been getting i am buzzing i'm gonna be posting them i know thank you so much thank you so yeah please keep up the reviews please keep up the commentary like i love it when friends listeners anyone like tags us to say oh i'm just listening like we had um one of our ex-students just tagged us on instagram the other day and be like oh on my morning commute like listening so thank you so much um you know anything like that we love feedback please rate download turn on those bloody auto downloads on spotify and then we won't have to keep bugging you and saying please download please download um so you're just doing yourself a favor in the long term so you don't get voice notes hounding me um me hounding you <laughs> um so really hope you enjoy also will this be out it might be out or I might have done it I'm going to be on well actually the both of us are going to be on BBC Radio Berkshire um, oh yeah in a couple of, of the third weeks we'll be interviewed 1st of March Wednesday the 1st of March uh, around 3pm on BBC Radio Berkshire so if you're in that area um, have a listen but of course obviously we'll share the reels and the link to the interview um, but yeah we're loving all this uh, press coverage we're getting so thanks lots of love bye guys <laughs>